I don't like anything that's like based on time. Like you have to wait for stuff. Today on Alphabetical, the Sheik of Araby. Yo, welcome to Alphabetical, the podcast that examines all the Beatles songs from 12 to Y. My name is John. My name is Pete the Retailer. My name is Alex. My name is L. Adam. And my name is John. And today we're talking about the Sheik of Which Araby. Sheik? <laughs> the not one the, of Araby. Not the Iron Sheik. Not the Iron Sheik. That's our other podcast. Not Sheik your booty. Um, sheik I'll make you humble. <laughs> um, a thousand thanks, uh, the Sheik of Araby. <laughs> I'm just, what does that guy say in Cannibal Run? Jamie Farr's like oh, right, slave. Right, right. He's like a thousand, a thousand pardons, your, your majesty or whatever. Hmm. Um, but anyway, I should have done my research. I'm uh, glad we managed to squeeze in a um, Cannibal Run reference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> JJ, uh, the Sheik of Araby, a uh, Decca audition tape. Yeah. Um, with um, Harrison singing. Mm-hmm. Pete Best drumming. Mm-hmm. Pete Best on drum. We haven't had a Pete Best track. Pam in a while. Mustard standing yeah. in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking stupid. Is that the Sheik? Which one's the Sheik? <laughs> and the other twos. The J's and the other twos. The, the, the P's and the J's. And the rest. And the rest. And this can be found on Anthology One. Uh, mm-hmm. Anthology One. An old classic. In the 20s. 1962 is when this was recorded, right? That's crazy. Yeah, I believe so. It's just weird that, I mean, you know it was a long time ago, but still, it's like... 72, 82, 92, 0, uh, wait, 40, 40, 50 years, 53, 54 years? Yeah, 54 years ago. I was was like two. You were two in 62? Two what? Yeah, I was two years old. Where were you in 62? I'm a lot older than I look, guys. (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of old... Uh, the song was written in 1921. Mm-hmm. Harry B. Smith and Francis Wheeler wrote the Two words. Two very Arabic-sounding people. Yes, definitely. Sam, uh, we got a new ditty about the Arabs. It's going to be great. Sheiks uh, and camels and desert. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, and the music was Ted Snyder. Ted Snyder. Oh, Ted Snyder. There you go. But uh, <laughs> apparently it was it kind of a cash-in on the... Uh, on the the Sheik craze? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. There's What was the movie called? The Sheik? The Sheik. Yeah, yeah, the Sheik. Sheik Mania. Sweeping yeah. America. Sheik Mania, 1920s. With yeah. Rudolph Rudy Valentino. Everyone getting sober, watching Sheik movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. the thing. Flappers. Sheiky baby. It was the last <laughs> time Arabs were the heroes of movies in America. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We'll get there. Um, yeah, so George Harrison said that it was the thing they used to do back in that everyone did in rock and roll at the time, which is if you didn't have a new song to do, take a take mold, a super old take a moldy old chestnut and rock it up. Yeah, right. It was like and either uh, this or yes, we have no bananas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently there was a, around the time they did the deck audition, there was a, a version of this that had hit the charts. I'm going to guess it was the Everly Brothers one. The Everly Brothers came out in 1961. No, it's it was not Joe Brown. Oh, oh wow, Joe Brown. No, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is the Everly Brothers did do one in 1961. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was not around. Maybe that was on the charts, but then earlier, because uh, somebody basically was the first one to do a rock version. That right. Yeah. Apparently it was Joe Brown. Maybe that was the Joe Brown one. And so maybe that was in the kind of you yeah. know late 50s, and then the Everly Brothers did it, and then the Beatles decided to yeah. do it. Maybe we need a rap version. Someone called Public Enemy. Ooh. Oh, I bet. I wonder if it's been sampled. I've got to look at that app. Yeah. Yeah. Who sampled? Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's been done by tons of people. Uh, but this particular version 
Beatles version. Now, do you know if the any of the other versions have this? You know, this is part of their live show. So I don't know if it just developed from that or if it was, uh, you know, um, something somebody will somebody will ad lib something and then it'll just make it into all the copies, all the covers right. of that. But uh, the little little uh, peanut gallery comment that keeps coming up, which apparently, according to the lyric sheet from Anthology One, it's somebody saying "not half," basically, but in a in a thick Cockney. Yeah, because it sounds like "nah ha, nah ha." Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of short for "not half bad" or "not halfway." It, it, I don't know. It's a it's a slang that doesn't translate directly for me. Oh yeah, not uh-huh. half. Yeah, not off. Yeah. Um. I was. I think I was dinged the last time I brought up "Are You Being Served?" because, <laughs> because of <laughs> I don't know because it's not. It's not a. Uh, I don't know. It's something not to reference, I guess. Um, but uh, I think I heard that when I was um, when I was a kid. I watched that um, on one of those Britcoms. Yeah, like I don't off fancy you. Right. Like I don't. I don't half. Oh, so it's not not half bad. It's not half. Not even half. It's like it's a low. It's better than half. Like I don't half. I don't know. It says not. Uh, maybe maybe I'm not. Uh, I'm not mixing off. two um, slang. Not nearly. Not nearly. So it's basically okay. saying like not not even half. Yeah, not even half. Okay. There you go. According to the Cambridge Cambridge English Dictionary. Uh, what are they? Excellent. Now? Cambridge. <laughs> so it's Cambridge it's House. He says into your tent I'll creep, and then he says not half. So like, that's. I think know, it's just doing gibberish. a bad job of. Sneaking into the tent, or is that saying that's not a good? Uh, I don't know. I still don't. Know. I think I think you're probably you're probably putting more thought into it than the, the Beatles, than the Beatles <laughs> did. Yeah, I don't think it deserves a half a thought. Well, they were probably talking about the percentages that George would get in the future. But oh, that's right, like right. a half a percent. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I like George's. He does for the Deco edition. He did this one, and I think three cool cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which I is another love. another goofy. His song. voice sounds like younger than the rest. Well, but well, I also is, f- yeah. I feel like he sings better because he is <laughs> in this audition. Yeah, if he was six, if it was nineteen sixty two, he would have been. He's like the Shaker. He would have been nineteen at the time. Well, wow. okay, so he got, we went through no. the pubes. We're doing 20. this in alphabetical 20. order, 20 time. and I still thought we had done three cool cats already. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was, that was, didn't I give that a five? And I was like, where is it's it? under the number three. Yeah, we would have started with the number three, but it's T-H-R-E. Yeah. Would have been a different world. Three through Y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I love jo- I love both of George's Deco edition right. ones. Well, and you're, I, you're a famous fan. You're obviously famously a fan of novelty songs. I am a fan of novelty songs, but I just feel like George sings more confidently and more... Strongly yeah. than he does on the pr- first couple of songs he does in the recording studio. Yeah, right. although Chains is good. Anyway, well, because maybe you know he's more comfortable being kind of goofy than he is being kind of uh, uh, emotional or heartfelt at all. Oh, that's probably that could be a good thing. Mm. That could be a, g- a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I do like novelty songs, and this one definitely qualifies. I guess they're all their deck of songs were picked by Brian Epstein. So he was right. the one who yeah. said, oh, boys, play. No, that was, that was, that was like George Martin. We don't know what the he sounds like. Hey, uh, guys, you should play this song. Listen, if you want to make it in this biz, you got to play <laughs> Sheik of Araby. got to play some Tin Pan Alley stuff, Shane. <laughs> oh, yeah, apparently he just like had a handpicked from their live set. Yeah. <clears throat> He's like, all right, you guys should play this, 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 and this. Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, but apparently it didn't do the job. No. No. It's a nice recording, though. How many times do you think, like, Deca people just, like, hit themselves on the head? 
for once. letting the Beatles. I'm just wondering how many crappy bands they signed up. Like, like in, they're like, with, no, we can't pass on anyone yeah. from now on. <laughs> you play guitars, you're in. Guys, guys, Decca's giving away record contracts. Let's go. <laughs> Two guys on a stick, sign them up. <laughs> we can't be That's too sure. The stick broke, left the group. <laughs> uh, yeah, that must have been a kicker. I think those kind of stories where you hear about, like, Dr. Seuss, you know, his first book got rejected by 25 publishers or, you know, the guy who invented Monopoly got turned down. I feel like those stories are very harmful to young or old Mm -hmm. people who are trying to make it. Because they hear those stories, they'll be like, see, Dr. Seuss got turned down 150 times. That means, you know, my neck, that proves that I'm a genius because I've been turned down. I'm not going to work on improving it. I'll just keep... Doing what I'm doing. It keeps people's dreams alive longer than they probably should. And now more so with the YouTubes and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Although, if anything, I think you can get you get instant you get feedback on that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's like true. you realize. I think that that quickens the process. You'll get you know if you post something terrible to YouTube, you'll get you know 20 rejections right away. Yeah. Well, you've got one guy saying first, and then you'll get 19 rejections. <laughs> yeah. Or even worse, no one you know like right, two yeah. views. Still a lot of noise yeah. though. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's no gatekeepers anymore. Mm. No gatekeepers. <laughs> uh, I also think it's funny the song starts off with which is funny because isn't that a song about France? Well, I think we've <laughs> we've we've given it lyrics about France. You don't think those were the original? You don't think? Uh, I don't think so. What okay. is that? Uh, it'd be interesting. Somebody should. Uh, I'd like to research that song. How hmm. do you how do you research it without? Without <laughs> they put it into uh, Shazam. <laughs> Well, it's you know one of those songs that everybody knows, but yeah. never, like the Saber Dance or or um, Turkey right. in the Straw or, mm-hmm. or uh, Powerhouse, you know, songs that we've all heard a million times, but nobody knows the name of. Mm. Uh, so this obviously did not make Rolling Stones. It should have. It's, it's a cover. Ineligible. Oh, yeah, forgot. Mm. Maybe it's in the five hundred best songs ever. It should uh, be. I didn't check that. The one. original? Nah, not the original. This version. Mm. Um, I wonder but, how far uh, back they go. Hmm. Uh, well, so how do we feel? So not on the list. How do we feel about the Beatles version of this specifically? I'm going to start first. Please. Please do. Please. Please. I, I love me some Anthology 1. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I love me some fun songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, 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 but. But three butts. You give it three but butts. But you don't care for Arabs. I love the Sheik of Araby. <sighs> I'm giving this a straight up five. Five. I mm. knew coming into this instantly I was going with the five. Five. Da-da-da-da. Five now. Nah. So five wait. Okay, yeah. <laughs> five less than half. Yeah. It's just such a fun song and I still like Yeah. I agree. it'll just pop in my head randomly when I'm walking in the street and it, it, it works really well. That mm-hmm. and when we talk about three cool cats, like I can walk I will walk down the street, and <laughs> it's just in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Update. Update. Update's been shot. Is known as the the song is called "The Streets of Cairo," which makes it even which makes it even weirder because they're Cairo is a lot closer to the Arabian Peninsula than that's even more racist because then you're saying, well, Egyptians, Arabs, they think you know what I mean? It is, right? Yeah. Well, anyway. So anyway, but yeah. 
the Streets of Cairo, or the Poor Little Country Maid, also known as the Snake Charmer song. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and of course, Snake Charmers from India. So <laughs> let's all so, watch Johnny Quest. Don't know, they don't wear these. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you expect from a song written by two uh, Jews <laughs> living in New York City <laughs> in the twenties? I mean, <laughs> we know everything. I'm going to agree with Adam. I give this one a five stars. Yes. Whoa. Of course, I'm a big fan of novelty songs. I kind of uh, tip my hat with that one. I love George's Deco editions. Mm-hmm. It's really quick. It's silly. Yeah. I, I, I have a fondness for silly Beatles songs. Five stars from me. I like it. Uh, Pete's going to ruin it. Thanks, Pete. Thanks a lot. Well, I, I would be shocked if this made it into the Hall of Fame. I, I would have loved it if it did. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I do like this song a lot, but it's almost like a it's like a piece of candy. that I, I, I like that a lot, and it's short yeah. and sweet, but I'm not. Yeah. You, you know. hate candy. No, I like no, candy. Fun, it's but great, it's, like fruit-striped gum, right. but it doesn't last long. Right. That's the problem okay. with fruit-striped gum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this this could be anybody, basically. So the you know, song should not... be longer. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, with fruit stripe gum or any gum, if your gum starts losing the flavor, do you put in a brand new piece with the old piece, or do you throw out the old piece and start? Depends over? on the gum. Sometimes I swallow the old piece. I take a just syringe full of artificial flavoring and just shoot it right back into the gum. It's like a supplement. Why'd you just just? <laughs> you should just so shoot it right into your right. actual gums. No, no. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Inject <laughs> sugar into your gums. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> I walk around with like a like a dip, except it's just sugar. <laughs> so I just take a sugar packet from the diner and just shove it under my lip. Dip. All right. But Pete, um, I interrupted. I interrupted your uh, your rating. Yeah, I like this song. Fine. I think it's good. I think it's above average, but it's not. You know, it doesn't have any Beetle gravy basically at all. It's just a fun song. So I'll go three and a half, probably three and a half. All right. So I think that argue, uh, that's a good yeah, that's a good rating. That. I agree with three and a half. Yeah. And a half. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, it's it's old. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually shocked. I'm, so, I'm that really high. sorry. I'm really sorry. No, well, seriously. I think, it, I think it is above uh, average. And when I do, when it does come on, I you know I rock yeah. out to it. But I'm not. You know, it's not. I I see. You rock out to it. I rock out. To it. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> Pete rocking out to anything. You're seeing it now. <laughs> I just pictured you in your car. And it comes on. You like crank it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> then maybe the retailer wakes up and you're like, crank it back down a bit. <laughs> well. It's annoying for me because whenever I play it, my, my secret chamber opens up because it's like oh, right. set to that oh, tune. Right. Yeah. And like it activates it. So it's a little bit anno- annoying. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I can, yeah. You dock at a half point for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I'm always at closing the bookcase. Okay. Mm. Uh, covers other version. This is another reason why I give this a little uh, bit. Django, Django Reinhardt. Go, go with that right away. Nice. All right. Yeah. Oh, I, love, I love me some Reinhardt. I've got um, uh, Dr. Oh, Hans Reinhardt. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got my buddy Fats Domino. Sure. As well as uh, Jonathan Rook, which I came on ac- came upon uh, accidentally, and it was really good. Who's really? Jonathan Rook? What I, kind of music is it? It's I let you jazzy. only listen to to artists that are named after pieces <laughs> from board games. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, mine was Chubby Checker. <laughs> mine was Catan. And Louis Ouija. <laughs> Louis Ouija. Hey, how you doing? You know, you never know what's going to happen. Yes, no. Ask hey, again later. Ask again later. Um, no, I went with Joseph Connect and the Waldorf <laughs> Joseph Connect 4? Uh, well, it's close. K N K N E C H T. That's not close at all. I say Nect. Okay. Connect Let's go with Connect. Joseph Connect 4 and the Waldorf Astoria Orchestra from hmm. 1921. So I feel like you're announcing this on old timey yeah, radio. The very oh, first it's <laughs> Joseph Connect and the, the Waldorf Astoria Orchestra. A spaceship just landed in New Jersey. <laughs> Flash. And they're playing racist music. <laughs> well, they, well, would, they, they Jersey, would say that yeah. back then. They oh, yeah. They're playing, they're playing normal music. music. 
Not at all. Has not at all. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, the Parker Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Milton Bradley and the Connect Four Orchestra. <laughs> the Connect Four Orchestra. <laughs> Holly Triomino. Oh. Holly Triomino. Holly Triomino, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Uh, I went with uh, attempted to go Louis Prima because his version is awesome. Hmm. It's very swinging. But then uh, I feel like if I didn't mention some of these other guys, they were never going to get in here. And there's just a wealth of of, uh, uh, of covers or other versions of this. Louis Prima, I feel like we've we've we've. I know Keely Smith has been in here a ton, but I think yeah. I feel like Louis Prima has been in once or twice. Maybe I not. Think so. But he'll get another chance, I hope. But. Uh, People who will, two two artists that I don't think have been mentioned. Actually, I might have mentioned the Hoosier Hotshots before. They're uh, they're a kind of a twenties, thirties, forties, I think, recording uh, ensemble. Wait, so they're really from the twenties, thirties, forties? Okay, it's not like uh, one of these retroy, like no, modern, <laughs> squirrel nut zippery kind of a thing. No, Great Adventure presents the Hoosier Hotshots. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hope you're having a safe day. Yeah, they're like headset mics, <laughs> <laughs> glitter, <laughs> glitter vests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they're they're really from a you know from around I think 30s 40s uh, they did the bulk of their uh, recordings and uh, they do a lot of these novelty songs that hmm. from the Indies to the Andes and his undies and uh, I love bananas because <laughs> they got no bones and all this stuff but they also do the Sheik of Arabi. Uh, I gave my love a chicken it had <laughs> no bone. I remember uh, George Martin said in the Complete Beatles documentary said that when the Beatles first came and auditioned for him he's like they had a lot of weird novelty songs like Fats Waller covers and right. like your feet's too big and like weird covers so they clearly were into that. Uh, but the other one I wanted to uh, is uh, adding novelty to novelty. It's um, Weird Al Yankovic. Lou Monty. Lou Monty, who uh, his biggest hit is probably... Um, uh, Three card Monty. My wife's left the town with the What's the... Uh, the uh, oh, Lazy, Lazy la, Mary. La. Yeah. Lazy Mary, the, the version that the, most people have heard, the one that they play at Mets games, oh, stuff like yeah. that. That's Lou Monty. Uh, but he did a version of this, uh, which was uh, the Sheik of Araby Italian style, which then he starts kind of devolving into just plain old Italian and it becomes the Sheik of Napoli. And, and <laughs> further confusing the yeah. uh, what the ethnicity of the song. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. He's fun. I like it. And he's yeah. not going to make it back into this uh, show, probably. So, oh, Lou Monty. You had your, your, your 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. Lou Monty. Salute, the- Lou Monty. Italian Orchestra. <clears throat> Woo! Well, Peter, right. it sounds like that is the final thing we had to say about that song. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, uh, well, we've got, we're almost done with, uh, with the, all these, if you notice, those songs for the last uh, week or two or more even uh, have all started with the same word. And we're almost done with that word. What is the, what is that word? <laughs> that word is the. Word. Oh. The word. The, the word. word. Well, I've the. heard about that. Everyone's yeah. heard about that. <laughs> what and what's Say next the word. Yeah, the word is the word, and that's uh, that's what we'll be talking about on Monday here on Alphabetical. Yeah. Uh in the meantime, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, we're Alpha Beatles. Uh and uh go uh give us rate review, subscribe on iTunes, go to alphabetical.com slash merch and buy a shirt or yeah. some whatever. Which makes a great gift for your Valentine. 
this coming weekend, you know? Ooh. I don't know if it'll arrive in time, but sure, why not? They'll know. You, you just Try forward them it. a confirmation email. There you go. <laughs> You're like, look, I got you this Baby, I got you a shirt for my email. podcast. Ladies love confirmation emails. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for confirming that. Uh, but yeah, Monday, the word. Come back. Alphabetical. Thank you.